Hi, this is Ronnie, and today I'm doing something a little different. First, I'm going to share a podcast snack. You know, that's a little bit of information that I think you'll find interesting about my spiritual adventure and how it continues. And the second thing is one of my favorite podcasts, Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness with the host, Melissa Oatman. And Melissa is a great friend, and I want to share her podcast with you She does such an amazing job and it's right up your alley about all things spiritual. The episode I'm sharing from Melissa is called, Am I on the Right Path? What a great question and it's a great episode. Melissa does some of her own content. She also has guests just like I do. In fact, I've been one of her guests and she's been one of mine. I just think that this is an episode you'll really enjoy. I hope you'll look her up, listen to some of her episodes, maybe subscribe and enjoy what Melissa has to share with you. Melissa has hundreds of episodes and has been podcasting for several years. She's got over a million downloads. She's extremely popular. Plus, she really comes from the heart. She's such a good person. I'm sure you're going to like her. So enjoy the podcast episode. And I'll be back next week with another episode of Breathe, Love, and Magic. Until then, may your week be filled with magic and good fortune. All right, this is the podcast snack. So the adventure continues. So I'm on this spiritual journey. I have no destination, no map, and no guide. I'm just going. I just have to trust and hope that I find my way. But I suppose what else could I do but find my way, right? I want to tell you a story about something that happened over the weekend in my garden. I went in because, you know, the season's really winding up. It's kind of over. We have a few tomatoes left. There's a few green beans. I still have a lot of zinnias. And I thought, well, let me just go in and commune with my garden and listen and talk to them. And so I started with gratitude. I just talked about how grateful I was to the plants to the plant divas, the elementals, and and whoever else is involved in making my garden so luscious and verdant green and abundant and all of that. So I wanted to express my gratitude and feel that energy. I was in there and my eyes are closed and, and saying how I feel. I open my eyes and I'm looking at the zinnias. Now I have the giant zinnias, so they're pretty tall. We have raised bed gardens, so they're up about six inches. They're like four and a half, five feet tall. They're just beautiful, and I filled this whole small area. I packed them in there, so there's a lot of zinnias. They're all happily facing up to the sun, and they're beautiful colors. Orange, coral, yellow, red, magenta, thistle, which is like a pinkish purple. Oh, they're so gorgeous. White even. There's all these little orangey-brown moths that love the zinnias they're in there getting all the pollen collecting the nectar sometimes the butterflies come i've seen other things bees love them too but there's all summer long been a lot of these little orangey brown moths often they fly in little groups it's weird like two of them will fly and it looks like they're doing a dance kind of like figure skaters where they mimic each other's movements while they're flying around completely it's kind of interesting so i'm watching these Little moths buzz around and sit on the flowers and drink up the nectar. Then I go through my whole gratitude process. And when I open my eyes, they're still there. And before you know it, two of them come and land on my arm. I have to laugh because my first thing that I said was, I am not food. 
Like, of course I'm not food. There's no pollen on my arms. I don't know what I was thinking to say something that ridiculous. So they just sat there. And they kind of moved around a little on my arm. And they sat there and they sat still. And I was just looking at them. And I don't know what the heck they were doing. Because I can tell you right now, they never landed on me before. But I think they came to just say, we hear you. That's, to me, what the message was. And honestly, I was a little blown away because they don't come and sit on your arm. And two of them came. Then they did their little dance and went away. The next thing I did was I thought, well, maybe somebody else wants to talk to me today. I went to talk to my basil. Now I have three basil plants. Two of them in the beginning of the season were really peaked looking. They just weren't doing well. The bugs were eating the heck out of all the new leaves. And I just didn't know what to do because this has never happened in the garden before. The basil always looks beautiful. And I buy them at the same store every year and they become almost like bushes. I mean, they get to be three and a half feet tall and a couple of feet in diameter. They're huge, really crazy basil plants. This year, they, you know, they didn't start off well, and they really didn't look like they were going to make it. So I had two to start with, and then I bought the third. And I kept the third one on the deck in case it was going to make a difference. I went up to the basil, and I said, hey, is there a message for me today from the basil plant? Don't ask me why I picked the basil. I just did. So I heard a message, and the message was, don't judge how we're doing in the moment. Because you don't know how beautiful things can turn out. You gave up on us and you didn't think we we're going to make it. But look at us now. And they're, they're big. They got huge. And I harvested a lot of basil and made a whole bunch of pesto. And they're still beautiful. And then I let their flowers grow. And the bees have been going gaga over them for sure. And it didn't ruin the plant, which is really interesting. Now, the one that was up on the deck... That one went to flower and that one looks terrible. So isn't it funny? The ones in the garden ended up being the better ones, even though they struggled so much at the beginning. And I thought that was a really good message. Like you can't take a moment in time and decide how things are going to end up. It's a moment in time and things could change. And they sure did. And I got a beautiful crop of basil. And so I thought that was a really good message because you don't know what's going to happen. And so I thought, don't make any pronouncements, you know, for myself. Don't make any pronouncements over anything in the garden and maybe anything else. Sometimes you have to wait a little longer just to see what happens, to see how the story ends. Maybe to have faith because those two plants in the garden really came around and were as beautiful and big as they always have been for the past several years. So there you go. That is my podcast snack, talking to the divas, talking to the plants and learning lessons and being acknowledged. I was really surprised when I told my husband those two moths sat on my arm. He was really surprised too. I hope you have a great week and now listen to Melissa's episode on Am I on the Right Path? I think she did a fabulous job and I'll be back next week. Thanks. Hey you guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I'm so delighted you're here with me today. Today I'm going to be talking about how to know whether or not you're on the right path. 
This is a question that many of us who go through the spiritual awakening journey ask ourselves because most of the time it feels like we're not on the right path. We feel like maybe we've done something wrong and we're not where we're supposed to be. So how do you know if you're on the right path? I'm going to talk about that today. Today, as I'm recording this, I know you will hear it on a different date, but it is 1212. 1212 is significant for me. This is my grandmother's birthday, and she would have been 100 today. But it's also a significant number spiritually. The number 1212, when we look at angel numbers, has many meanings. But the first meaning that 1212 has is that the universe wants you to know you're on the right path. So I thought, what a perfect opportunity to talk about how do you know that. 1212 can come in many different numerical forms. You may see it on receipts that you get. It may pop up as the time on your clock. You may just notice it, but it's when you see it and you pay attention and you think, okay, I saw that for a reason. This number represents all of your powers, your desires, your dreams being manifested. It represents being surrounded by love and light and perhaps even something that's going to change in your life that will move you into your higher purpose. So how do you know then that you are on the right track? Well, moving into your higher purpose is one way. Like we came here to live out a purpose. And when we are not aligned with that purpose, which happens because we come here and we know what we're supposed to do. We came here with a blueprint, a plan for our lives. But when we get here, we sort of forget about that plan and we are influenced by other people. So say, you know, when you were younger, you really knew you wanted to do a certain thing to earn a living. But then you had family members who said, oh, no, you don't want to do that. They don't make very much money. You get pushed off of your plan or moved out of your plan because of the outside influences around you. And that happens all the time. So how do you know if you are aligned and on the right path? So one of the first signs is if you're always questioning everything. If you question your purpose, your direction, your job, your relationships, if you're always asking yourself, is this what I really want or is this what I think that I should want? Then you know that you are waking up to your purpose because people who are not awake to their purpose go through life and they don't question anything they just live the same day day in and day out and they never think about it they just go on through life people who are awakened question everything in their life you start outgrowing some of your friendships when your friendships begin to fizzle out or you feel like you don't have anything in common with anymore because you know, you're know you in a different point in your life, it's painful, but it means that you are growing and perhaps they're not, or you're just taking different paths. Everyone comes into our life for a reason, and sometimes people come into our lives just for a season, and that's not always easy because it's painful to lose people, but sometimes we have to move away from them because they're just not aligned with our purpose anymore. We might feel like, oh, I don't really have anything in common with them anymore. And it doesn't mean you have to be mean to anyone or never speak to them again. It just means maybe you won't 
be as close as you once were. You'll also know that you don't recognize the previous versions of yourself. You basically outgrow who you were. You realize, you know, I used to do this when I was younger. I used to get really upset at things and I would let little things bother me. And I know that I don't do that anymore. And you don't recognize that past version of yourself because you have evolved and you have grown, which is a good thing. But again, it can also be confusing to say, okay, that's not who I am anymore. So we're trying to figure out who we really are and who we were really supposed to be. Because if you weren't that person, we've got to now figure out, okay, that's not me. What is the current today version of me? Who am I now? You may feel like you're being challenged. Challenging those lessons, you know, as difficult as they can be, those lessons happen for a reason. It's what shows us where we still need to heal and what work we still need to do. If you aren't doing the work, then you're not growing. You're not, that's part of the purpose of coming here was to learn these lessons. And sometimes we picked very painful lessons. I think that the more evolved we wanted to become, the more painful the lessons are because that is how you grow is through all of the trauma and through the pain. If you lived a perfect life where nothing ever happened, what would you be learning? You know what I mean? You wouldn't have all of these challenges unless you were trying to grow. It's like a class that you take. If it was an easy class, how much are you really learning? But if it's uncomfortable, if it's like for me, it was math. If I'm struggling, it's because I'm also trying to learn. And the more difficult it is, the bigger the lessons really that we're learning. So whether you are struggling in your relationships, at work, wherever, it's a sign that you are trying to learn and grow. So you may feel challenges. You might start to understand the value of slowing down. Most people want to rush through everything and they want to live life from moment to moment, just quickly going and letting things pass them by. As you learn and grow and you're on the right track, you value stillness because that's where we really connect to our intuition. And in the upcoming masterclass, we're going to work on tapping into our intuition and learning how to recognize what is our own intuitive thoughts and what is not. And part of that is learning how to slow down because we want to go through life so fast. Also, you might realize that you're learning how to enjoy the process of life. You get less focused on the outcome and instead you're learning to slow down and take things one step at a time. And you recognize that when things don't go right, when they don't go the way that you thought they would, it's nearly a chance for you to redesign, reroute, reconfigure the problem and try again. It's not a means of saying, oh, I'm simply going to give up, but you realize it's just a chance to readjust and try again. If you feel inner peace, even though everything around you might feel chaotic, then you're starting to grow and be on your path. This is a difficult one because it's hard not to get caught up in the emotion of everything. 
but we didn't come here to be stressed out and to be miserable. We came here to learn how, even in the face of adversity, and even when all of these challenges come our way, to realize that we may not be able to necessarily control what happens to us, but what we can control is how we react to it and how much we allow it to disturb our inner peace. If we can feel a sense of calm because we have faith and we realize that eventually things are going to work out for our highest good and we stop doubting that, that is a big piece of the puzzle because then you learn to start trusting yourself more and start trusting the universe, realizing that if you are in touch with your intuition and that you're aligned, you're on the right path and you're going to make the right decisions, there may be multiple ways to get to where you want to be. And we just have to learn how to be patient until we get there. And once you start to learn how not to let every little thing in life get to you, that's when you'll start seeing that things start aligning. When you're on your path, it's almost as if sometimes you get put in the right place at the right time. I know that I saw that someone said it's like the student finds the teacher at the right time. And it's so true, like you find mentors or people in your life that start aligning with you. People show up or events show up that allow you to continue on your journey or that you needed at that moment. Sometimes money comes in from unexpected places. Things just kind of seem to fall into place and work. Or sometimes it just feels like there was, you know, a coincidence or something came in and it felt like a miracle, that is showing you that you were aligned with that. You also stop allowing things to stop you. Obstacles don't just stop you from doing what you do. Instead, you try to work around things. Or if you have relationships in that that don't work out, you look at it as this didn't work out for my highest good. And instead of focusing on, you know, what did I do, doing that whole thing, you start to realize that if it didn't work out for me, there was a reason it wasn't aligned for me. The universe didn't want this for me. And instead, maybe having the attitude that there's something better coming in and that's why that didn't work out. You care less what other people think of you. Uh, we tend to be people pleasers. And so as a reformed people pleaser, you have to really be comfortable with not caring what other people think about you and just letting that go and focusing on what you want, not what other people want for you or what you think other people should want for you. Instead, totally focusing on what you want. You may feel motivated and energized and get excited about what you're doing because when you are aligned with your path and what you came here to do, we usually picked passion projects. So if you're excited about writing, starting that writing or, you know, creating, doing something like that, getting excited about it. Decision making also becomes easier when we are aligned with our path because it you get the feeling when you're tapped into your intuition, 
Things either feel right for you or they don't. And when you start listening to that gut feeling and making decisions based on that, it helps you to be on the right path. Even if you don't know whether or not you're headed into the right direction, if you have a good feeling about what you're doing and you get excited about it, it's probably an indication that you are on the right track and on the right path because when we're not, everything feels like a struggle. So if you're struggling, it's maybe time to look and say, okay, am I really doing what makes me happy for my career? Or am I around people who make me happy and make me feel supported? That's when it's time to look at those things. You can lose track of time doing all of the things that you're doing because it's just exciting for you and fun. That is how I get when I, um, you know, recording my videos or I'm doing the podcast or if I'm doing the stuff for travel even, that's how I get. I just get lost in time because I'm just doing all of the things and it doesn't really feel like work. It just feels like I'm doing something that I really enjoy. Also, your bad stress levels tend to be lower because you are feeling excited and motivated instead of stressed out and overwhelmed. If you're stressed out and overwhelmed and you feel like your energy is all over the place, then again, it's time to look and ask yourself, am I really doing what I came here to do? Do I feel excited about what I'm doing? And if not, how can I fix that? What do I need to change? Health also becomes more important to you because you realize that you can't keep going if you're just burnt out all of the time. You choose the right path because you don't compromise your morals and you don't feel like you have to apologize for things because you're doing things, again, that make you feel good. You work hard towards your goals and you may do a lot of work, but you don't feel depleted. If it depletes you energetically, it's probably not for you. So ultimately, I think the biggest way to figure out if you are on the right path is to go back and to look at your life and examine everything that you're doing and decide, you know, is this, does it feel right to me? Do I feel excited about this? Does it feel aligned to me? And a lot of times it's a physical feeling you feel in your body. Like, yes, I'm excited about this or I dread this. What does that feel like to you? Is it aligned with you or is it not? And it's really important that we take time to look at that because the longer you move in the wrong direction, the harder it is to turn around and get back on the right path. It's not impossible. We awaken at certain points in our lives, but sometimes we can awaken and say, okay, I'm not doing the right thing. And we start something else. And then halfway through that, that doesn't feel aligned with us either. So it's important to keep checking in with yourself. Does this feel aligned and like it is going to make me feel fulfilled or positive or do I dread this? Is it draining me energetically? Because if so, it's possible that it's not for you. It's not the right path for you. But take heart. It does. You can always change your mind any single moment. You know, you can wake up tomorrow and decide you don't like the way your life is and you can make changes for the better every day, always. That's one of the things I absolutely love about life is we have a chance to change every single day. If yesterday didn't go well, 
scrap it. Tomorrow's a new day. Wake up and decide that it's going to be a better day for you and that you're going to make those small changes in order to feel more happiness, in order to bring more joy into your life because it's always possible. So my challenge to you today is to find one thing in your life that does not bring you joy, that you dread, it drains you energetically, and ask yourself, is there anything that I can do to change this so that it does bring me joy? And if it's, for example, cleaning, cleaning doesn't bring me joy, I hate it, I don't want to do it. Can you, once a month or once every few months, pay for someone to come in and clean your house? That's a big one for a lot of people because that includes giving up control and letting someone come in. And if you're like me, I would have the thought of, I need to clean my house before the person comes to clean my house because they're going to see this house, which is so silly. Don't worry about that. Again, not allowing other people to judge us, but can I hire someone to come in and do this to take the load off of me? Or what can I do? Um, For me, I bought one of those robotic vacuum cleaners because I vacuum once a week like you're supposed to and then sweep every other day but the fur from my dogs is just driving me insane and I can't deal with it and it's too much so I decided to purchase one of those and we'll see like how that works out just to help out in between but are there things you can do to help yourself out if it's work around the house are there people who can step in and help you uh is it that you have groceries delivered instead of going out to the store because it drains you to have to be out in the public and be with people. You know, there are little things we can do here and there that are worth it to help us out. What is it that you can do? So take a look at some area of your life today and decide, you know, can I do something different in order to make this better for myself? Because you deserve it. All right, so I wanted to pull a card for you today. And the card I pulled is from The Universe Has Your Back. I haven't used this deck in a while. But the card that came out is, I witness the darkness and call on the light with my prayer. Thank you, universe, for guiding me to perceive this fear through the eyes of the teacher of love. So if there's something that is causing you fear today or something that is bothering you, it's time to ask the universe to show you the light show you how to look at this situation from a place of love. Though there is darkness around, we can still see the light. And in every dark situation, there is light. There is a lesson to be learned. There is some gift that comes with every challenge that we have. So my challenge to you today, too, is to whatever situation is causing you darkness, look for the light and ask to see the lesson in the pain. Because once we learn that, we can stop going through situations like that because we're learning and we're growing. And you deserve to have inner peace at all times. As always, I'm sending you guys so much love and light. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys. I've got a gift for you that could change your life if you have a big decision hanging over your head. 
Are you struggling with your choices and sick of it? I've been in your shoes feeling miserable not knowing the right way to go. That's why I asked the universe for a sign. What a relief! I got an answer in a couple of hours. Discover the super simple method in a 30-minute program I created so you can learn how to use this no-fail process that works every time. Visit intuitiveedge.biz slash sign to get free access and make that decision quickly and easily. It's my gift to you. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode and share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic. Oh,